Welcome to the Biz Breakdown, the podcast for the next generation of hustlers. Think of us as your side hustle handbook, your guide to creating your business vision with handy tips and tricks to help you out along the way. I am copywriter and social media marketer Zoe Stevens, and I'm joined by my friend, resume writer and functions coordinator Larissa Mitchell. Hey! This podcast is for those people who love the idea of starting their own business but don't know where to begin. Most of you have probably listened to one or two side hustle podcasts and read The Barefoot Investor, written down ideas and maybe decided that your next big move is stacking your jobs to build yourself a better financial future. Amazing! But most of the advice you received has probably been from business owners who are maybe a few years deep. Perhaps they haven't dug into the nitty gritty of how they actually started their business beyond the classic, I thought it up at a bar or the idea came to me in a dream. But how did they actually start their business? Who designed their logo, their brand messaging and their website? Did they do their own taxes or hire someone else? And how does insurance work? In this series, you'll learn alongside us as we navigate the ins and outs of starting a small business from scratch. That's right, Zoe, because although we are qualified in the likes of business and social media, we are only just starting our own small businesses ourselves, but more on that in a few minutes. Coming up on the episode today, we'd like to tell you a bit about ourselves, how this podcast came to be, and a rough idea of what you can expect from us each week. In saying all this, let's get started. Firstly, Zoe, please introduce us all to our good, bad, and ugly each week. So the good is something good that happened to us this week, the bad is something bad, and the ugly is something miscellaneous. So it could be good, bad, or otherwise. Amazing. So please tell me yours. So my good for the week is actually finally sitting down and recording this podcast. (laughs) I feel like it's been a long time coming. It's taken us a while to get here. Yeah. (laughs) So my bad was that my gorgeous, beautiful partner who has this impressively long beard. Shout out to Josh. (laughs) Love him. Um, came home after getting a beard trim with less than half the beard he left with. Are you so proud of his beard too? I know. Oh no. He's really upset about it. I'm not sure he's recovered yet. (laughs) And finally, the ugly for this week, um, is the fact that Kanye West is running for president. Don't even. (laughs) I can't. I'm just shocked that this is happening but i like i have no words i know he said years ago he's like yeah kanye 2020 and we were all like yeah boy but now it's actually happening but also he was slightly less terrible yes that's four true. years ago and everything was, was slightly run. less terrible so <laughs> i don't really know what's going yeah. on anymore uh and yours larissa okay so my good for this week is that we went and did bottomless yum cha and bottomless cocktails on sunday and it was such a fun time it was so good we were drunk at 11 a.m i so loved it i loved it It was one of the best days i've had all year i know uh the bad is that at the moment i have tradies at my house and they are coming in and starting at 7 30 in the morning which wouldn't be too bad if i wasn't on night shifts at the moment <laughs> so that kind of sucks at the moment too and uh, my ugly is that I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus. Yeah. Such a massive musical theatre fan. And it was so good. It was? It was so good. It's I on just, my watch list, but I haven't watched it yet. I knew all of the songs beforehand because being a theatre nerd, of course I did. But then I watched it and I'm like singing along, but they all the songs actually made sense then. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard like, good things. I will watch it probably this week. Yes, I recommend. I do. All right, now, did you want to tell us a bit about yourself so our listeners actually know who they're listening to? Of course. So as mentioned before, I am a social media marketer and copywriter, which means I spend a lot of my time writing and on my computer. 
I studied at the University of Melbourne and completed my degree in media and communications. Um, then I moved to Newcastle, did a cert four in small business management, which taught me how to start and run my own business. Um, after that, I decided to pursue graphic design at TAFE, but um, before Miss Rona, I worked as a marketing assistant at a well-known winery concert venue, which had me creating marketing campaigns for a number of events. But as all good things end, I was stood down from my role, hit the ground running and started my own copywriting and marketing business. And what about you, Larissa? All right. Oh my God. This feels like one of those terrible icebreaker activities they make you do at uni. Yep. (laughs) Hello friends. I am Larissa. I have qualifications in business and event management. I did go to uni, but I did the one year new step course that gives you a little taste of uni life. And then I decided it wasn't for me. So now I've done a few TAFE courses amongst other gigs. Um, I've danced since I was a small child. I spent a lot of my free time watching sitcoms and my drink of choice is tequila shots. Yes, I am that bitch. <laughs> I love that. I want to start being a martini woman. Oh, uh, don't they just scream class? Like they in their little do. black dress with their clear martini. And also skinny. Oh, they do. They scream skinny. I always picture like slicked back buns. Like they just look like they have their life together. Exactly. And that could be me. <laughs> It could be all of us. (laughs) So as Larissa mentioned earlier in the episode, both of us have recently started our own small businesses along with creating this podcast. So we thought it'd be a great idea for you guys if we learn from our own mistakes, implement the advice we give to you into our own businesses and share all the things we learn with our listeners as we learn them. So before you lose any confidence in us, because we haven't actually created any successful businesses yet... (laughs) That's right, not yet, but we will. We do know what we are doing. We have both studied in our chosen fields. We both have successful day jobs and we want to use our own small businesses as guinea pigs in the game of business, meaning that we make the mistakes so you don't have to. This way we'll be able to tell you what actually works and what doesn't. To give you a little more context, my business, I freelance, um, I curate websites and social media and copywriting for a number of different small businesses. And mine is freelance resume and cover letter writing. And so they do sound similar, but they are our baby businesses that we will be working on whilst bringing you this podcast. And as we always like to say, thou shall care for thy baby biz as though it is a million dollar biz. Someone get that printed on a t-shirt for me, please. (laughs) I will. All right. Now that you guys know a bit about us, we'll get into why we started this podcast. Absolutely. So the short story is that we met at work, realized we had a lot in common with things like day drinking and the love of the movie burlesque. Yes. A good coffee and also that we both wanted to start our own businesses. Yeah. So we were chatting and we both mentioned that we would love to own our own businesses one day. We'd read a lot of books about starting our own businesses. We'd listened to podcasts, read articles, watched YouTube videos, but both of us agreed that we couldn't actually find anything that really suited our style of learning. And we both felt that nothing was really tailored to young millennial gals who were seeking that kind of step-by-step guide on how to get started. And before we knew it, we were coming up with the ideas for this podcast. Yeah, so essentially, in a nutshell, this podcast is exactly that. A step-by-step guide for young women who want to start their own business but aren't quite sure how to. Obviously, this podcast is a safe space for whoever wants to start their own business. We're just two young gals who are passionate about women in business. We want to encourage and support everyone in business, but especially young girls who relate to our suffering. And it's not for just starting a business either. It it could be that you have an idea but aren't sure how to start, or you may not have an idea yet, but you like the idea of having your own business to run. Maybe you're studying business and need something to stimulate your train of thought or have a friend who runs a business. Any of those scenarios or anything else that applies, we are here for you. Yes, we are. Let us take your virtual hand and let's frolic through this together. 
let's be honest, we're both in our early 20s, soon to be mid 20s. <laughs> Don't even go there. <laughs> Obviously, we're not million dollar business owners, but we have our qualifications and some experience in the area. That we do. And that is the whole point of this podcast. We kind of know what we're doing, but not really. So you guys get to listen along with us each week as we figure out the steps to starting a business and you can learn from our mistakes, which we will definitely be sharing with you. And you can take the good parts and apply them to your own businesses and your own ideas. Of course, we would love to hear from you guys at any time with suggestions, recommendations or anything else, really. Other than hate. (laughs) Yes, other than hate. This is a hate-free zone, friends. Let's keep it noise and toys. Was that a Brooklyn Nine? (laughs) Hell yes, it was a Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference. Oh my God. (laughs) we also have our social setup and running so anything we share recommend whether it be books articles videos suggestions you'll be able to find it all there and where is that exactly zoe so you can find us on instagram at the biz breakdown and on our website thebizbreakdown.com.au fun so now that you guys know who we are and what we're about let's get into the first episode so according to the asbfeo for those playing at home that stands for australian small business family enterprise Ombudsman. Very long name. (laughs) I had to concentrate so hard. (laughs) Yeah. So between 1999 and 2019, the total number of business owners grew from 1.6 million to 2.1 million. And the number of full-time women owners grew from 19.9% to 23.7%, with a growth of 4%. There appears to be a lot more women looking to own or manage their small business. Big yes for female-led businesses. It's great to see an increase in female business owners, 100%. Honestly, I can't agree more. But do you think those numbers are a bit small? I think the fact that we're seeing a growth is a positive sign. Me too. And this podcast is all about making younger women feel confident and capable so they can build their dream businesses. Exactly. We're all about inspiring you to actually get started on your dreams, learn how to do your taxes, how insurance works, and what you'll need, and creating a solid business structure. Yes, so to kick off this episode, to keep it light and breezy, as it is only number one, we want to discuss creating your business name. Coming up with a name for your business can be so time-consuming and it can take a lot of energy. It took us so long to come up with the name of this podcast, hey? It did. It took really long. (laughs) I think we met up three or four times um, with about four hours each time and we still didn't come up with anything that we liked. Well, I mean, we worked on other things too and did a bit of shit talking, but yes, mainly we were trying to create our business name at the same time as we were drinking cocktails. And we were in COVID-19 quarantine, so no judgment. This is a safe space. (laughs) I'm allowed to have my cocktail. (laughs) I feel like it was the norm. We had to come up with a few name options, but honestly, they were all pretty bad. So bad. And they started to get a bit ridiculous at one point. I wanted it to be like, it's Britney, bitch, but it's business, bitch. And Larissa did not like it. It's not that I didn't like the name. I mean, what a vibe. But I just thought, let's keep the name, like, at least a little bit professional and leave the bitching to the actual episode. (laughs) This is exactly why we need to workshop the name. And don't go with the first one you choose. Once you have an idea for your business or project whether it be a product or a service a blog a podcast a book title whatever it may be coming up with the name of it seems like a logical step one it does but you have to be careful not to get too bogged down in it otherwise it can take all of your time and energy and it can really make you go crazy often people will fixate on the idea of a perfect business name and think the rest will fall into place that's not gonna happen and that's okay you will convince yourself that spending hours choosing a business name is actually progress when it's not So if you're stuck, spend some time focusing on other areas of your business, choosing your colour scheme, drafting up social posts, and even writing your website copy. 
Choosing a name doesn't have to be step one. So don't let choosing a name stop you from getting started on other parts of your business. So we'll discuss all the kinds of things that you could be doing whilst coming up with your business name during future episodes. Um, So make sure you subscribe to us and so you don't miss them. It's a good idea to take your time when deciding. Don't pressure yourself to sit down for an hour and finalize your business name in one go. That is just unrealistic. It could take days or weeks, so relax and don't let it consume you. The name might come to you out of nowhere while you're cooking pasta one night or taking a shower or making your morning coffee or while you're serving a customer at your day job. When choosing your business name, it's also a good idea to come up with a few options. I would say four to eight choices. Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. I think we had about six when we were deciding what to name the podcast. Yeah, and once you've got a few choices that you don't hate, um, (laughs) narrow them down to your top three because then it's time to do some research. Ah, research. I have a feeling that is going to be one of our buzzwords. Probably. So once you've chosen your names, you'll need to do a Google search, an Instagram search, a Facebook search, and check ASIC. Once again, for those playing at home, that stands for Australian Securities and Investments Commission. So you need to check them for anything with the same name. This is important because you won't be able to have the same name as someone else's business if you want to register it as your business or domain name. So what's the difference between a domain name and a business name? I'm glad you asked, Larissa. (laughs) So a business name is the one you register with ASIC. You'll check for its availability and pay a fee of about $36 for one year or $85 for three. It will include your ABN, which is your Australian business number, or any other variation. Um, This is what you'll need to include on your website, invoices, payslips, etc. So the domain name is the one that you create online and link to your website. So for us, it's www.bizbreakdown.com.au. But you want to check the availability of both of these at the same time. So the domain name is essentially a fancy way of saying that it's your website's name. But if you want to legally use your business name on social media or to provide a product or service to your customers, you'll need to register it with ASICs. Domain names do cost some cash monies, but the first year is usually no more than about $20. I think we paid around 15 for ours. Yeah, I think so. Um, so registering your business name with ASIC is actually super easy. We'll put the link to ASIC in the show notes for you to go have a look at. So this should be your first step after deciding your business name. This is first priority. You don't want to have finally chosen your name after the blood, sweat and tears that it took to create it to go and register it and feel like you've been punched in the gut when you find out that someone else is already using it. Very important to do your research. Just because you own the business name in Australia, the one you've paid for with ASIC, doesn't mean you're entitled to that domain name. So once you've registered it with ASIC, you can usually purchase your domain name. Um, I usually use GoDaddy. It's really reliable, easy to navigate, but it's up to you and what suits you and your business and also whoever has it because some companies just take domain names. Yeah, they do. Um, I use use GoDaddy for my business as well and I just want to note here, please make sure you put some time aside to do this registering. You don't want to stress yourself out because you haven't set enough time to complete these tasks because it can get confusing and messy if you're under pressure. I'm speaking from experience here because when I did my registering, I did it late at night and got all overwhelmed and it was not a fun time. Another side note I want to add is that although I did use GoDaddy, I did find it easier to register on my iPhone rather than my laptop. I think I fucked around on the website for about 45 minutes before I switched to my phone. And I don't know why I switched to my phone. I just randomly was like, oh, I just need to get off this laptop. Um, but for some reason, it was easier on there. Then I opened the confirmation email on my laptop and carried on creating the name and the website on there. 
So don't ask me why it works better on my phone, but that is something to think about if you are struggling on a certain device. Switch it up, take a breather, don't pressure yourself. You see, this is exactly how us having these baby businesses will come in handy. So bear in mind, it will take about 24 to 48 hours for your registered business name and ABN to be processed. You'll receive a confirmation quickly, but the processing takes a while. So you probably won't be able to use your ABN for 24 to 48 hours. Once again, we'll put those links in the show notes for you guys so you can reference back to it. If you have any questions about how to set up and register your domain name, or if you're having trouble with it, you can always email us at thebizbreakdown at gmail.com and we'd be happy to help. So our advice for picking a business name would be, number one, keep it short and simple. Two, easy to spell. Three, make sure no one else is already using it, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, four, make sure it sounds good, like repetition or rhyming or a clever play on words. Yes, you always want it to sound really catchy so people remember it. Yeah. And five, make it modern. So to wrap up this segment, we can't stress enough how important it is to register your business name with ASIC first and then purchase your domain name. You do not want to end up with a domain name for a business that is already in use because that is fucked. That is fucked. (laughs) You said a man is not... A necessity, a man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, or not at all. I adore dessert. <laughs> I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. My mom said to me, you know, sweetheart, one day you should settle down and marry a rich man. And I said, Mom, I am a rich man, you know? <laughs> My experience with men is great because I pick them because I like them. I don't need them. The second part to this episode is a little bit of a disclaimer. So some of you may have an idea of what you want to do, but you think it's a bit too small time to make a whole fuss about. But we're here to help you make even your smallest business dreams a reality. So if you want to be the number one professional cat sitter in your neighborhood and dedicate five hours every weekend to caring for your local cats, that's a business. If you're studying and love to write and just want to pick up a few writing gigs here and there, that's a business. Exactly. If you want to dedicate your time to becoming a food truck owner, that's a full-time business. Daily, fortnightly, seasonally, whatever your business is, it's worth taking care of. You might not even have a full complete idea yet, but that's fine. Side gig or full-time employment, whatever it is, we're here to help and guide you to creating the -the behind-the-scenes structure that school never taught you about. We get a deep dive and give you that tax talk you never got. Your business matters. Whether it's small or large, full-time or part-time, it's a business and we want to encourage all you beautiful creatives out there to share your art. Sell cat portraits, take photos, write, serve food, give advice, make blankets, build houses, consult. Your talents could be endless or it might not be. You might just have something you like and there's no shame in wanting to explore that as a business. You'll learn along the way and if you need a question answered, that's why we're here. So just shoot through to thebizbreakdown at gmail.com. Fear and procrastination will be the death of your creativity. The fact is, maybe your first business won't be fabulous. Maybe it'll be subpar, but it's worth trying. You know that old quote that probably every mum has on the fridge magnet? It's like, if at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. A bit lame. I apologise, <laughs> but the sentiment is there. You've given me terrible 2010 flashbacks. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. It's all about taking that leap of faith, even when you don't have that confidence. Yep, and we've all felt that way. Exactly. It's a completely normal way to feel. If you need some encouragement or even just some reassurance that it's okay to fail, keep trying until you get it right. Go and read Haley Lewis's book, Dream, Believe, Create, A Woman's Guide to Small Business. Who is Haley Lewis? 
Okay, so let me give you a bit of a background breakdown on who Hayley Lewis is. Actually, you'll probably recognize her more as the host of The Biggest Loser from 2010 to 2014. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who she is. So before she got the gig, she was an Australian Olympic swimmer who broke a bunch of records when she was 15 years old at the 1990 Commonwealth Games when she won five gold medals. Five gold medals at 15 years old. Yeah, and then she went on to compete at the Barcelona Olympics in 1992 where she walked away with a silver medal in the women's 800-metre freestyle and a bronze in the women's 400-metre freestyle. I love that for her, but not to be rude, but what is she doing (laughs) writing business books? Well, she retired from swimming at 22 years old with two Olympic medals, the Commonwealth medals and 1991 world title. Girl knows how to swim. Girl does know how to swim. (laughs) And also at 22, um, bitch, that's me. What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Not swimming, obviously. (laughs) But after she retired, she didn't really know what to do because swimming had been her whole life. Now, this is where it all ties in with this segment. She attempted to start a few businesses and the first two she tried to start were apparently absolute shit shows. Oh my God, how so? I have a few quotes here from her book, so I'll read them out for you. This first quote is about her first attempt at starting a dog walking business. So Haley writes, I thought my only option was to create a business involving dogs. I really love dogs and power walking had been a main component of my athletic fitness outside the pool. I really started to think about this as a potential business idea. I thought at that moment that I'd just become an entrepreneurial genius. Before I knew it, I was down at the local office works printing off flyers, business cards and letterheads without realizing that I might want to do a business plan, apply for an ABN or even have some idea what the heck I was trying to create. Needless to say, the business empire of walking the dog didn't last very long. Walking the dog. Walking the dog. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Okay. (laughs) That is a great example of why it is so important to do your research before you jump into the physical elements of your business. Look at your potential customer needs who your competitors are, and what you'll actually need to sustain your business. So her second business attempt was a bit more crafty. On page 44 of her book, Haley writes, I'm actually very embarrassed to tell this story, so I want you to know that I'm including it for educational purposes only. As I clearly demonstrated in the previous story, having a great idea without first engaging in the proper preparation time is a big risk and a definite time waster. Back in the brief hiatus between my retirement and starting my successful business, I became a sewing maniac, which then led to my next big idea, patchwork pillows. Ooh, a crafty queen. (laughs) Hayley then goes on to say, I would sew until 3am to make my creations and I loved every minute of it. Thinking back to this time, I truly believe that any potential customers would find it impossible to walk past my little pillow stall without falling in love with one of them. But as pretty and as colourful as they were, my handiwork was pretty shabby. At 3am on market day, I jumped out of bed excitedly and I drove my car packed full of pillows into the city. By noon, I was bitterly crushed and felt like running away and hiding. I'd started with a float of $150 and now had counted $62 in my little cash tin. $80 went to the owner of the market for the table and I'd bought two takeaway lattes at $4 each. I'd managed to lose $88 and any self-esteem I may have had at the beginning of the day. I couldn't remember the last time I felt so utterly dim-witted and useless. Oh, that's such a rough go. (laughs) But anyone who has started a business can relate. So she goes on. Apart from coming to the realisation that no one liked my pillows except me and my three-year-old son, I had actually learnt some valuable lessons in terms of business. Don't take your customers for granted and the stench of dodginess can be smelt from a mile away, so don't expect an overnight success. 
My new mission after the dog walking and the pillow fiasco was to prepare things properly and not to be so impatient. She made some really good points there. Yeah, I agree. And after all the lessons she learned with those two, what sounds like disastrous attempts at starting a small business, she then went on to open her own swim centre in Carindale, Brisbane, which ended up closing in 2010 due to shopping centre building agreements and things. Well, being a former Olympic swimmer, I'm sure there was a reason she was successful with the swim school. She probably had more of a passion for it. Yeah, she goes on in the book to explain the role passion played in starting the swim school business, but now she owns a gifts and homeware store in Brisbane and lives with her husband, who was her childhood sweetheart, cute, and their two sons. That all goes to show that making mistakes can feel like the worst thing in the world, but they teach you so much, and the more that you keep persisting, the better you'll get at it, and eventually you'll have something that works. Yeah, I do recommend reading the entire book because it's only one section of it. The book itself is broken down into a bunch of sections, including like how to get started, how to keep motivated, hiring staff, legal obligations and things. It's got a lot of really helpful information in it. And what was the title again? Dream, Believe, Create, A Woman's Guide to Small Business. I'll put it in the show notes for anyone who wants to give it a read. So starting a swim school seems so obvious for her, doesn't it? (laughs) As if that doesn't scream what she should have been doing. I know. I guess she was probably a bit over the whole swimming thing considering she had just retired from doing it professionally. Then again, sometimes what your business ends up might be something that you thought you'd never even consider. Yeah, it goes to show it might take a few tries before you get it right and it could be something obvious or completely trivial. 100% agree. Um, Did you see that story during quarantine about a woman who started making tiny park benches and seats (laughs) for squirrels and selling them? Yes, I did and people actually bought them. I know. So you never know what people might value. You actually just need to find your niche, get your marketing sorted and make an effort. We can help you with your niche and marketing, but it's up to you guys to have that motivation. If you need us to help you out or hold you accountable, send us an email. We'll include all of our contact details in the show notes. And if you want to read this week's blog post, just head to www.bizbreakdown.com.au. We'll be uploading our weekly blog, which sums up everything we've spoken about in our episodes with handy links and some additional recommendations. So make sure to check it out. Check it out. So now we'd like to introduce you guys to a short and sweet segment that will be at the end of each episode and it's called The Breakdown. So it's a summary of everything that we discussed today. So for today's breakdown, we have three points from each segment. Segment one, number one, keep your business name short and simple and don't stress yourself out over it. Number two, research your business name before you register it. And number three, after thorough research, register your business name with ASIC before you do anything else. And segment two, one, whatever it is you think you might want to do for your business, just do it. Get started. Give it a red hot go. Two, it's not failure if you learn something from it and it's okay to make mistakes. I love that. It's not failure if you learn something from it. And number three, no matter how big or small your gig is, it's a business. And thou shalt care for thy baby biz as though it is a million dollar biz. So to finish up, Larissa, did you have any recommendations for the listeners in regards to organizing an ABN, picking a business name or anything else that we've covered today? Yeah, so I do. We want to recommend investor and business person Gary V. If you guys haven't heard about him, go check out his stuff on Instagram or YouTube. He's brutal and hardcore, but what he preaches in terms of business is absolutely spot on. The particular video of his that I wanted to recommend is episode 30 of his YouTube series. The episode is called How to Pick a Name for Your Business. It's about seven minutes long and I do suggest listening to the whole thing, but about three minutes in, he's asked a question about picking a business name and I love his response. He says, what did Google mean to anybody? What did Facebook mean to anybody? What does a name mean? 
It means nothing until you make it something. We will evolve our business name to our convenience if it brings value. So stop worrying about the name and start worrying about the product. Yes, we love Gary V. Yeah, we do. He does some really good stuff too. If you want some really good business tips and just some general positivity on your Instagram feed, go give him a follow. We'll be putting all the links to our recommendations in the show notes for you so you'll be able to go check it out. Uh, I think that's all we have time for today. That went a bit quicker than I thought it would. Please give us a follow on Spotify so that our other business friends can find us and we can help them out. And if you like what you've heard... Which we hope you did. You can follow us on Instagram at The Biz Breakdown and check out our website, which is www.bizbreakdown.com.au. So if you have any feedback, suggestions, recommendations, we would love to hear it. We made it through episode one. Cheers to that. Cheers. Should we go get a drink? Yes, let's do it. (laughs) 